Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to a very merry iconic podcast with me, Danny. And me, Jenna. Hey Jenna. Hey Dan, how are you? Merry Christmas. Merry you Christmas. call me Dan, my mom calls me Dan. Oh yeah. I don't it's think it's not I've a ever lot of people that. call me Dan. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's yeah. not a thing. It just came out. It just yeah. popped out. Yeah. Does anyone call you Daniel? Yeah, I mean my mom will call me like Daniel when she would be mad at me, she'd be like, Daniel Michael. Mm. Or she always, I'll tell you a quick story, actually. She calls me Danster. And I had told a story on my other show about that. And so people started calling me Danster. And it's it's sort of like, I, I, it was warm and endearing, but mm. also it, it like freaked me out in a way. Because over my whole life, my mom was the only one who ever called me Danster. Mm-hmm. And suddenly people online and stuff were being like, Danster. And it was like, it really, it made me smile a lot. And so, yeah, yeah it's like, it was a weird, at first though, it took some getting used to because I'm like, only my mom calls me that. Yeah. But now I kind of like it's it. It's sweet term of endearment. Yeah. Do people ever call you Danimal or in, Dan-o? in high school, people called me Dan Man. Dan like Man. That, okay. Like Dan Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, just Danny DP. Some friends mm-hmm. called me DP, mm-hmm. which, yeah. And then I remember people call me DP. And then in college, it was like double penetration. People discovered that. Oh, yeah. I got Jenna Jameson. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't know who that was at the time. And then until a guy in my dorm showed me, I was Wait, like, oh, okay. What are your nicknames? <laughs> Crazy Jenna was in college. Oh, Tolls, because Jenna Tolls. Mm. And then Talia. Jenna Tolls. <laughs> yeah, oh Jenna Talia. So in college, people call me Tolls. In high school, it was Talia. Wild. Wow. Which I loved. I loved. I thought it was yeah, so I funny. I like a creative nickname, too. Yeah. 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 Um, mostly people ever just say Danny or mm-hmm. Pe- Pell was one too. My last name is Pellegrino and yeah. people would say Pell, like mm-hmm. P-E-L-L. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was that one I never really loved because it was my middle brother's nickname. Like that was what everyone called him like on the Pell. basketball team and stuff. Everyone would be like, Pell, Pell. And then somehow I like got, I was like, what is the next one down or whatever oh, yeah. they gave it to me. And, but I was like, that's Inherited not for it. me. That's my brother's nickname. Is that Does the that brother I'm at the, Peach or the at the peach. Oh yeah, yeah, the middle brother. Oh yeah, the nine hundred two one zero pop up, which I'm wearing a nine hundred two one zero shirt right now. 
I know we went to a nine hundred two. We went to a nine. Was it nine hundred two and zero pop up or Saved mm-hmm. by the Bell or was it both? I think we've been to both. Oh we, yeah, we've they been did to too. We've been yeah. to both. <laughs> yeah, we have. We're we very to all busy. All the pop ups. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking so much about Saved by the or nine hundred two and zero lately, mm-hmm. and specifically uh, Jenny Garth and Tiffany Thiessen from Saved by the yes. Bell. They were besties for a while, and now they had a famous, infamous falling out. And I've been thinking so much lately. I'm like, what's the status on Jenny Garth and Tiffany Thiessen? Mm-hmm. And I swear, a talk show, I, I was just hiking and thinking about this, which I know my brain should be thinking about other things, but I was like, when is a talk show going to get Tiffany Thiessen and Jenny Garth in the same room together? Like an Oprah sit down. Like Kelly Clarkson, if you guys want a good rating, yeah. Drew Barrymore show, like, let's get the two of them on there together. And just hash it out, air hash, it out, air it out, air out the dirty laundry. Yeah. Somebody's got to do it, and they all, they got projects to promote. Mm-hmm. I met Tori Spelling recently oh, at yeah, an right. event, and she seems cool. Yeah, She's cool. Yeah, it I was like so her. hard for me not to just shout about Donna Martin graduating. graduating. Oh yeah, <laughs> I have a tote bag that says that. Yeah, it's oh, <laughs> so good. And I was I was with my friend Hannah, and like uh, Hannah had like done this thing, a pilot that Tori didn't it didn't go, but it was mm-hmm. with Tori or something. And so they were talking the whole time. I'm like, but Tori, let's talk about your 90210. Yeah, you know, tell like, us more about I'm like Hannah. Get out of here, David Silver. Yeah, <laughs> I love you, but get out of here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, yeah. So what are we here to talk about? Oh, today? Divas Christmas oh, Carol. Okay. Speaking of divas, that's a good transition. Speaking of divas Christmas Carol, and we're gonna get to it. We're this is one of my favorite holiday movies of all I, time. We're gonna get to it, but I do have a couple other thoughts that we got to talk about beforehand, and I'm looking for my notes. Hold on. Oh a yeah. Where, Where did I notes? put my notes? I don't know. We lost them. I had some notes here. Um, you know, I we're never not very prepared seen... here. Oh, here they're underneath my computer. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> um, so we have a couple other things that I. W- oh, so on the last week episode of the podcast, at the mm-hmm. end of the show, I mentioned I have this crop top story. Oh yes. And it's I have to tell you very briefly. So I went home for Thanksgiving, and on Thanksgiving dinner, we had it with my my oldest brother had the dinner. We didn't get to see my middle brother and his family, but my oldest brother did. And so after dinner. I went to see one of my good friends from high school, this girl that I grew up with, and I knew her family very well, but I haven't seen her family in a 100 years. So she's like, oh, come stop by. You'll get to see my mom. I knew her grandma, her uncle, like the whole uh, kitten caboodle. was So uh, before I left to go home for Thanksgiving, I'd bought a couple clothes from Nordstrom's, and I got this one sweater that I really loved. I thought was like so cute. And it was sort of a mixed media sweater. So it the top half was wool and then the sleeves were like a different material and it was different colors. Mm-hmm. And I thought it looked so cute. Like it was kind of a pricey sweater yeah. and like I thought I was really excited about it. I wore it on Thanksgiving to my family and I got a couple compliments. So I was like really feeling myself. I go to my friend's house and they had finished up Thanksgiving, but they had this long table. So I'm sitting with my friend at one end of the table just chatting. And then there's like the older people are at the other end of the table. And I kind of had like, I felt like they were looking at me a little bit. Like I said hi to Grams and all of them. And I was like, hey, how are you guys doing? But then they, I, I could see the older, especially like there was a grandma and a grandpa that were just sort of staring at me. And I felt like on display a little bit. Uh-huh. Anyway, come to find out my shirt sort of from a distance, or I suppose if you had like bad vision, <laughs> cataracts, like, <laughs> it sort of looked like I was wearing a crop top because like the lowest part of it was flesh colored. And the oh. and the part above it was black, oh. and so I I was like, "What are they looking at me for?" And then my friend tells me this that they oh, thought like, like I was like the gay from high school coming in in a crop top on Thanksgiving. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> and then my sister in law posted a photo 
And I was like, oh, it does look like a crop top. Like it looks like it matched your skin because it matched my skin tone. And so I'll have to post a picture on like yes. this thing. It looks like on I'm wearing. Wall. Wait, I, I'll pull up the picture now for you yeah. so you can see it. It's a like color block. It sort of looks like I'm wearing a crop top. So I'm like looking at these old people, judge very clearly judging me. Like I felt like I was on display, and I'm like, because I think you brought they, a midriff over they to know the holiday. Me, <laughs> and it's a conservative Ohio town, and yeah, they thought like I came in in a crop top, belly shirt guy is um, here, <laughs> like, yeah. from the city. <laughs> the city guy so wore a crop funny. top. Oh, okay, man. wait. So you can kind of look at. Okay, look at that. Look at me, me kneeling. Oh, I can totally. You see can it. see it, right? Oh wow, yeah. Because you have like a nice bronze olive skin tone. And it's a. It's from a, a distance. Sweater. I suppose it does look like I'm wearing a crop top. I can see it. You're right. If you had like bad vision and you're across the way, <laughs> but I was seriously like, I can I'm totally like, why see are it. they all looking at me and judging me? That's, and it just cuts off right and, below the pecs, <laughs> like right below the nipple. And could you imagine if I had like a sweater winter crop top, like yeah. that I wore to someone's house for Thanksgiving <laughs> yeah. dinner? Like, it was like so I can't funny. believe it. So yeah, That's I'll post really a picture. Post That's that. the only. I, I'm sure there's a couple That's others so from Thanksgiving, funny. but. <laughs> I was like, no, Grandma, I'm not wearing a crop top. And then, yeah, I haven't seen him for 100 years. They just thought I came into town. Yeah, it blazed through. Yeah, they haven't seen me since I was in the closet. I (laughs) blew the closet door open, and now I'm dressed in crop tops on Thanksgiving in wintery Ohio. It was like 30 degrees that time. Uh, You guys. um, Anyway. Clothing snafus. There was one other thing we have to talk about. Oh, yeah. And this is before we get into Diva's Christmas Carol. We're going to get to it. Everyone settle down. Get on the yeah. ride or get off. Yeah. Uh, but Diva's Christmas Carol is a made-for-TV movie. And a lot of the movies we cover on this podcast are made-for-TV. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was thinking of holiday TV episodes. So I was thinking of like my oh, yeah. favorite from the 90s and stuff like Family Matters, Full House, Fresh Prince, like mm-hmm. all of these shows. Home Improvement. Home Improvements. And last week on the show, we were talking about the Married with Children Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. And I always loved that you mentioned Home Improvement. I always remember when there was like this play in the Christmas episode and they spelled out Leon instead of Noel. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Because I think he also, didn't Tim make like a Noel huh? joke? Yeah. Like yeah. Noel. Noel. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like the staring at Classic. Richard, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> He's from Seattle. I've seen him on the ferry boat a couple times Who and he Tim? wears flannel. No, Al. Al. <gasps> Al Borland. He wears flannel in his real life. You know, Al is the dad of Maya on Pen15. What? Yeah. He's the dad. This changes everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, but I loved, I loved '90s holiday Wild. episodes, and I like literally planned my whole life around them. When mm-hmm. I was a kid, it oh, was yeah. like, oh, TGIF's going to be holiday themed today. Like we're in. It's appointment oh. television. Yeah, remember that? Mark the cow. This is it. Yeah. So so good. And oh. I was uh, Boy Meets World. Did you ever watch Boy Meets World? <gasps> yes, I do. I was, and did. Yeah. I was trying to think. Though, I love Ben Boy Savage. Meets, Oh my god, he's so cute, the cutest, aged great. Oh, I did a show with Ryder Strong. He's <gasps> also so cool. Ryder Strong, yeah, who didn't have a crush on Sean. Um, what was his name? Sean, um, Sean Hunter. Sean, Sean Hunter. Hunter. Uh, yes, and Matthew Lawrence joined the cast. That's so when it really hot. did it for me. Like yeah. the, my insides. That's when I mm-hmm. hit puberty, and all of it happened. Oh, yeah, I remember that Mr. Turner, the teacher. Oh, I was sexy into him. biker I was teacher. Into, yeah, but I was trying to think. Did they? I couldn't remember if they did a holiday episode. But one something that does stick out in my mind, and I I don't know if this was a Christmas episode. People are maybe going to yell at me, but I, I'll never forget the ski trip when Corey cheated on Topanga uh-huh. with Linda Cardellini from Dead to Me. Mm-hmm. She played the other woman, and it was like that seen that episode that storyline rent free in my brain for the, all of time when mm-hmm. Corey kissed that other woman because you just don't do that not with Topanga no. not with Topanga yeah 
Not with Topanga. Topanga was named after Topanga Canyon. Was she really? Yeah, I'm friends with John Strauss. He's one of the producers and writers of it. And he was like, we didn't know what to name her. And I was driving through Topanga Canyon. And I was like, let's name her Topanga. You know what I and hate? And that's ab- how it's done. You know what I hate about myself? I just what? got the chills. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, I'm not even kidding. Like, you could probably see my the hairs yeah. on my arms stood up. Yeah. And, and, and your belly, because you have a midriff sweater oh, on. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe the hairs on my arms when you said that stood up and it's like of yeah. all things to get so excited about. But Topanga. that really made me, I never knew that. Cause it was such a cool, I never heard that word when Remember I started when she watching she got the, the haircut. Remember that episode when she, cause she always was kind of like the nerdy the Topanga hair. and then they gave her that haircut episode. Mm-hmm. And it was like all, even me closeted me was like, Oh my God, I'm in love with Topanga. Mm-hmm. Really? I just want to be Topanga. Oh yeah. What was the name? What do you call boobs in the Hocus Pocus? Yabos. Yabos. <laughs> she had yabos. Yeah, she had the yabos. Yeah. Had yabos. <laughs> I remember just being like, wow, Topanga has yabos. She's at least cool yeah, guy she, friends. It was like she had a puberty episode or something yeah. where everyone all of a sudden noticed her. Yes. Uh, yeah, that, on the, but so I think that ski trip was maybe a holiday. That was the only holiday episode I could think of because I was really racking my brain. Yeah. Winter time. It was yeah. snowy. Yeah. It was snowy. And I think it, I'm going to have to rewatch it. It's pro- I got to be on Disney Plus or something. It must be. We need to get Ben Savage on the podcast. Let's do it. We All right. I'll, get, I'll reach out. We need to reach out, get yeah. Ben. But we need I'll start to, the campaign. And this boy meets world. Oh, that was yeah. the theme song. Oh, loved it. This is so good. Uh, okay, wait. What are we? Okay, those okay, are the wait. topics I wanted to talk about before we get into Divas Christmas Carol. TGIF I, I and never, my crop top. Yes. Oh, I miss TGIF. Me too. Whatever happened to hanging with Mr. Cooper? Like, why is that not oh, I know. being relaunched? You know, that should be... I think it's on Hulu. I remember watching... We've talked about this before. I binge step by step. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. But Mr. Cooper, I remember seeing it like on the on the screen. Somewhere. Maybe it was HBO Max or Hulu. Or some, someone's got like Mr. Cooper. He's hanging somewhere. One yeah. of the streamers, he's hanging. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Mr. Cooper was a good one. Yeah. yeah Raven Simone was in there. Yeah. When I was in college, he came to Ohio University. What? And I was in the TV... Um, I was working on this show called Fridays Live, which was like the on-campus TV show or whatever. So I would get to I interview the people yeah. that would come to campus, and I interviewed Mark Curry. Oh, that's so cool. And we never had like – it was always like really low-level celebrities. So it was like Mark Curry and then Danny and Melinda from The Real World. Like that was who came to campus. Yeah. And that guy Afro Man came once. Who's Afro Man? He sings that song. This is so not holiday-related. <laughs> but he sang that song, Because I Got High – you know, oh, wait, just wait. I know that one. Yeah. Oh. I was going so was, to like, go to tour? church, but then I got high. Yeah. You know that? Yeah, he was. He came to perform he there. He college. And I had to interview funny. him. And I just remember that you, so much weed everywhere, mm-hmm. which, of course, you don't want to him to be not with weed. Mm-hmm. That's his hit. Yeah. 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 And the Napoleon Dynamite people, I think I interviewed them. Oh. I mean, it was like a list. That is. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, That's so yeah. I'm sure I've interviewed some other TJF stars throughout the years, and on I other dated another well. one. <gasps> Who? Um, one of the older brothers from Blossom, Joey, Mike. Oh my god, <gasps> yeah, he's so that. sweet. Whoa, yeah, he's him, really, he's yeah. cool. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm like only dating TJF people from now on. I feel like it's a good, it's a good uh, barometer. <laughs> TJF people, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you've dated a few '90s. I don't know if we can name Icons. them all on this podcast, but oh. you've dated a couple like '90s. DM me, everyone. I'll yeah. tell you. I'll name names. <laughs> Uh, yeah, one of them was tearing up my heart, but that's a tale for another time. Uh, okay, so Diva's Christmas Divas. Carol. I had never seen this movie until you're like, we should cover it on the pod. 
Wow. I've always wanted to cover it. Even on my other show, I keep saying I need to cover Divas Christmas, but it's not widely available. Even with Paramount Plus, which this that's who owns Divas Christmas Carol, this Vanessa mm-hmm. Williams movie, and they still don't have it on the platform, which is shocking to me. And I, I feel like most gay people know this movie really well, and a lot of women know this movie really well. I interviewed Kiki Palmer, and she like loved this movie. And I think there's just a, a the people who've seen it love it. And for those of you who haven't seen it, who want to go watch it, you can watch it online. It's available at a Daily Motion, a website. If you just Google the movie yeah. and click on the video tab. There's like it's uploaded, I think, on YouTube and yeah, Daily Motion. They're sort it. of bootleg versions, but the Daily Motion website has it in like really high quality. Mm. And then I also think you could buy the DVD on Amazon still, or okay. you at some point you could. Um, but it's not on one of the streamers, and so I was always sort of hesitant to cover it because we want people to be able to follow along to and watch all it for stuff. the first time. But it's such a classic to me, and it's from that era. It, it came out in 2000, and it's before really Hallmark and Lifetime dove in entirely into the made-for-TV movie market. So it was really ahead of its time in that way, and it was one that they replayed over and over again on Lifetime, and it originally premiered on VH1. And it's just so good. Well, that explains why Chili is in it from TLC. Yeah, the, it's kind of music. And, oh, it is kind yeah, of so musical. it's Chili. Okay. Wait, let me read. For those of oh, you yeah. who haven't seen it, let me read a little... A little thing. So, A Diva's Christmas Carol is a 2000 VH1 original Christmas television film starring Vanessa L. Williams, Rosanda... Am I saying that? Rosanda Chili Thomas, which is Chili from TLC. Brian McNamara, I hope I'm saying that right, and Kathy Griffin. Uh, the film is based on the Charles Dickens classic, A Christmas Carol from 1843 was when that was originally written. Uh, what if originally it was Diva's Christmas Carol was written in 1843? <laughs> yeah, I just found it. <laughs> a scroll. A pop singer this, is visited if, by ghosts. Yeah. If Kathy Griffin was at the Groundlings when she shot this. In yeah, t- I kind of miss when we were 90s. throwing Kathy Griffin in, in scripted work. You know, yeah. suddenly Susan, speaking of... She it's plays not a straight TJM. man in this, too. I know, she didn't get to be funny. Yeah. The film premiered on December 13, 2000, so it was right before, uh, again, on VH1. And then, uh, wait, there was one other fact I wanted to say. So Vanessa Williams sang the songs for the movie soundtrack, which was never widely released, including the original songs Heart of Christmas and Heartquake, which is my favorite, which features Chili, and that to me is a perfect pop song, and mm-hmm. I can't believe, and I've been trying, I've been asking everyone on my show, I interviewed Michael Yuri, who worked with Vanessa Williams, I was like, get Heartquake on streaming. Like, any chance I could get, we need to get Heartquake on streaming. It's the, my goal for next holiday season, that's my goal. Um, and, and then uh, Paramount, uh, oh, they also sang Sleigh Ride, which is a 1948 holiday classic. And then Paramount Pictures released the film on DVD on November 19, 2002, but it was never released on Blu-ray or anything else, mm-hmm. which is sad to me, upsetting. And I got to say, wait, one more fact. Yeah. I know I'm talking a lot. No, uh, so I posted a clip on my Instagram about Kiki Palmer uh, loving that movie, and we were talking about that song, Heartquake. And somebody in the comments said they were one of the backup singers in the movie. You know, that's the most amazing thing about social media is like people come out of the woodwork. And then somebody else who was an extra in it came out and said, Oh, I was an extra in that. That's cool. And I just love, I don't, I know that they have a, everyone has a story and they yeah. have a story. And I wish we got them on this podcast, yeah. but we didn't. But they are out there. <laughs> the cast is out there. The cast is out there. It's yeah. like the aliens and X Files. <laughs> yeah, the cast is out there. So, what were your thoughts? Oh yeah. So, oh, lights up. They're in France, and I'm not super familiar. Even though I knew, I've seen the Christmas Carol years ago, 
I feel like there's so many new iterations of this, but in my brain, I decided to forget that that's what this was. And so when Tiny Tim shows up as the manager's kid, I was like, oh shit, that's right. This is this is the Christmas Carol. Charles like, oh, that's what we're doing. I forgot. Here. I was okay. like, no, this is just a Vanessa Williams vehicle. I was already on board. Um, oh, and so they're in Which France. Which is maybe the sign of a good re- remake of that that's when you true. forget about the original. Yeah, about the old white man who wrote it. <laughs> Wait, what's your what's your like? What favorite version of a Christmas? Besides, D- I'm going to try to think of besides the Divas Christmas Carol, like my favorite. Oh. Ver- I mean, I love the Muppet version, Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, uh, that's the one I've seen. Yeah. Was there a Jim Carrey one? Yeah, there, it was unhinged. Yeah. It was like that motion capture animation, like the Polar Express. One. It was gross. Yeah. I tried to put it on and they play it on freeform. It's like, I don't want to see oh. that. Yeah, I don't think, I mean, no, I don't really think i've I think seen Muppet- it to be honest it's terrible jenna we need to get you on board with the christmas there's so many versions I, I can't even think of the other ones right now yeah but i feel like there was a bunch of there's, other ones i feel like there were more when we were divas little. is my favorite because yeah. i love a diva but also the muppet christmas carol is just fantastic i don't mm-hmm. think we need to do more of them there's gonna be um they're filming this season so next season we can cover it they just finished filming will ferrell and ryan reynolds are doing a version of it oh cool but i just don't know that we need that I guess we'll see. Can we just get an elf sequel? Yes. Without Ludacris with a CG, his head CGI'd onto a, <laughs> Wait, Jenna, a body. I got to tell you this. This is not related to Diva's Christmas Carol, but it is Christmassy. Yeah, perfect. So we did the movie Fred Claus, which features mm-hmm. Ludacris as an elf, a CGI elf. DJing. <laughs> and I was on my hike this morning and Ludacris on my Spotify, the shuffle was on, I, just a shuffle. And What's Your Fantasy came on. And I was Good like time. cracking up because it was the remix featuring Trina, which is like the even dirt. The original is very dirty. Yes. The What's Your Fantasy song is dirty. But the What's Your Fantasy remix with the women is like the dirtiest song. Uh, she she sings like, I want you to lick, 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 lick me from my ass to my I, I can't it's like say. whole I focus. Like it's yeah. like a whole That's on my playlist. I made a, <laughs> Wait, I made a strip. Did you say it's whole focus? <laughs> Can we name that the episode yes, title? Yes. Whole focus. <laughs> whole focus. <laughs> That's on my playlist for. Uh, I, my dream is to hire. I'm finding it. I'm in the quest for a Santa stripper. And I made oh, a playlist, yeah. and that's on it. What's the your fantasy? The original or the yeah. remix? Oh, the remix. Yeah. The remix is so good. I mean, they're both so good, but it, some of the dirtiest lyrics you'll ever hear is sung into a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was just like cracking up on my hike thinking about like Ludacris as the CGI elf. And, and he's not only just like a CGI elf, but he's like playing it so like family friendly in that movie, like with this just. It's so opposite. It's like, what executive was like, oh, yeah, let's cast Ludacris, who's known for this dirty song. Yeah. And also, it's like, the whole premise of that movie is that they have money problems at the North Pole. It's like, yeah, because you have a full-time DJ. <laughs> like, this is why you're mismanaging right. your funds, Santa. Yeah, like, figure out oh. your finances. Um, oh, yeah. So, Vanessa Williams is, like, a megalomaniac in this. And so, they're in France shooting... It's a music video, right? Mm-hmm. And so she's yeah. demanding French toast from the PA or whoever. And they bring regular toast because in France it's just called toast. And I was like, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. They're like, it, no, it is toast. Like, is it? No, I want French toast. And like, we're in France. And I was like, this is the mix up I'm on board for. <laughs> yes. And you were texting me about the salad. Yes. Right. Oh. She at one point in the movie orders a salad. Oh, yeah. So she orders a salad when she gets back to her, her hotel for room service. And she's like, I want a spinach salad. Hold. And if I find one grain of sand, I'm sending it back. And I was like, spinach does not grow on the beach, Vanessa. <laughs> and then she says, I want seared tuna, and I, the inside needs to be blood red. And I was like, I've had a lot of tuna in my day. And never once has it ever been 
blood, blood right. red. Right. But this she shows that once you're a diva, you are removed from the right. food making process. Removed from reality. You don't. You get your food. You forget. You know, there. Um, one of my favorite lines. This is a very obscure thing that I always think about. Mm-hmm. There's a movie called. A Very Merry Muppet Christmas. So it's almost the title of our podcast. It's A Very Merry Muppet Christmas. And it was on TV starring Joan Cusack, another prominent figure from this podcast's Mm -hmm. history. (laughs) And there's, uh, they're putting on a show. You know, it's the Muppets. They got to put on the show to save the theater before Christmas. And Miss Piggy has a line in there where they're trying to get her. She's in her dressing room and you just hear her. She throws, you hear the M&Ms hit. And she said, I said only blue M&Ms. <laughs> <laughs> I always think about it. Like just Miss Piggy throwing a, a fit about only wanting blue M&Ms. And it's so writer. funny and it's yeah. a Christmas thing, but it reminded me when you were just saying she wanted, it's like such a diva trope or like whatever of like a specific food order. I'm, you know what I heard about J-Lo? What? When I was in London, I got to tour some, you know, it was like studying abroad thing at some media place. And someone said that in part of her writer, you know, that's the list of demands people need for backstage. Only white furniture. She only sit it's on crazy. white furnishings and she falls asleep with candles lit. I believe it. I believe it. Too. I believe it. And also, when I did my <laughs> tour for my podcast, they had the places they asked you for what you want in the room mm-hmm. and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I can see how it can go from zero to 100 really quickly because yes. you do, <laughs> you do, first of all, they'll like reach out and be like, do you want like, they'll be very specific. And then I could almost imagine. You're, you just say yes, and then all of a sudden, people are reporting that you like only wanted blue M&Ms. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, I said I just said, yes, give me whatever is in there. Yep. Um, but then also, you can request things, and it comes out of like your money from the thing. So like whatever they do provide you, it comes out of your payment. Mm. Well, at least, I'm, I'm, JLo's might be different, but for my low-level podcast <laughs> tour, um, yeah, they take it out. And so you can request things, but money comes out, and- they pretty they kind of like drag it out of you like they want you to request some stuff so mm-hmm. uh, I can see how you can get really crazy like known for it yeah. You're like okay I guess this like I, just, I got crazy I got a little nuts I was like you yeah did? what was the craziest I thing? mean I didn't have anything wild but I, I mean I think like mint I was like I want like a hard mint not gum oh yeah so that I could have it on stage like an outside creature comforts yeah. I like and then that. I like a little a diet coke because it's a little caffeine mm-hmm. um but so I wasn't anything nuts but I, I'm just saying like I it's it happens quickly. <laughs> yeah. Do you ha- did you have like a special pre-show like drink or do you ever do like no, a cocktail? I kind of do a lot of the places would be like, "Oh, do you want a meal?" but I would get the nervous poops oh, beforehand, yeah. so I'm like, "I can't." Yeah. I can't have like a whole meal. No. One place had a bunch of hummus b- backstage. I was like, "This is going to go to waste. <laughs> like I can't eat the hummus." Like yeah. I was giving it to people. I'm like, "Take this thing hummus cuz yeah. I can't I'm going to already shit. I can't have hummus." Yeah. Um, but I like yeah, a little so. I don't drink pop, really. Me neither. But before a show or something, I need like a, a little caffeine. So I'll have like a few sips of a Diet Coke. I used to love a Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. And so I'll have a little Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do before stand up shows. I got in a habit of having one rum and Coke. Oh, just you loosen just up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because same thing. If you don't have sugar, I mean, rum, obviously, that's a, that's a party liquid, right. you know, but just one. That's all you really need to feel. Like, okay, let's perform. The problem I have with performing is like, I need a little caffeine, but then I'll be up all night. And also the endorphins from performing, it's like you get off and then all of a sudden you're just up all night. High on life. 
We just These turned it. Problems. We just turned into divas. On the <laughs> We're so divas, <gasps> and that's the long con of Samuel Clemens. That's Do you know? Oh, so one time I did this bit for stand up called "Historically Hot or Not" because um, I had also never tried. I can say Adderall on this, right? Yeah, yeah. I did. I got a prescription, so I was like, "All right, I'm gonna." Pop it's one. explicit. Once again, we want to remind listeners. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This this podcast is explicit. We mark it as explicit. (laughs) So you're getting rated R content from us. And so do not complain when it's rated R. Yeah. And... I remember looking. Got in up. trouble from that Rudolph episode. Oh gosh, got to mention dragged. it again. The oh, I never had trolls. We got dragged, but then by I posted Rudolph. about the trolls, and then we got some of the nice. We got really DMs. nice. I know. I always joke about it because it's most. It's like ninety percent nice people. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. and um, even the mean people guys. aren't really that mean. But yeah. it's like the uh, questioning but the, our mental But the Rudolph health. was pretty. Yeah. <laughs> The Rudolph episode was pretty controversial. It was. It was. And I understand. Anyway, Um, you on Adderall. Go. Oh, yeah. So I decided, because, you know, like hot people, like if I say George Clooney, you have an image in your mind. Right. One fine day, George Clooney. Yeah. Like Channing Tatum. Hot. Hot. But like, Channing Tatum. You hear all these like. Thrusting his junk in a woman's face. Yes. Yeah. Seared into memory. But we don't know what our nation's heroes really looked like. And so Mm. I did a deep dive. And I, on like, Lewis was hot. Clark wasn't. (gasps) Orville was hot. Wilbur wasn't. Um, Nikolai Tesla kind of looked like Ryan Gosling with a kink fetish. Oh, interesting. And Samuel Clemens. Wait, is that who is this is Charles? He wrote that, right? And Mark you are Twain? Barking up the wrong tree. I think Mark Twain wrote this. Oh, right? Christmas Carol? Charles Dickens wrote it. Oh my gosh. Jenna. I got my wrong old guy. <laughs> Wait, who did you say? I think it's Mark Twain. Oh. Yeah, I was thinking about Were Mark you, Twain. Did you also just mention Nicolette Sheridan? Did I hear that? Oh, no. no Nikolai Tesla. Okay, see, I yeah. heard Nicolette Sheridan. <laughs> That too, that too, <laughs> that counts. Um, Who's he, always been gorgeous? He looked like Channing. I found a sketch from the late eighteen hundreds <gasps> of Mark Twain, and he was hot. He looked oh like God, Channing I'm Tatum. Look him up right now. Yeah, look, you have to do Mark like, Twain. Young. Page, yeah, young. He had a chiseled jawline. I think he maybe rode in college. I was like, why is why are they only showing the like Charles Dickens? Oh right, which I should. I'll, I'll look it up now. It was Charles Dickens hot because Mark maybe, Twain. Oh wait, it's, oh young Mark Twain. Okay, yeah, is yeah, this yeah. who you're talking about? Mark Twain. Yeah. Okay. There's one sexy. with a mustache I'm not into, but yeah. the one with he's got like nice lips. 
Yeah, they always show the old one. It's like, what did Albert Einstein look like when he was young? It was, might have been like a hot, hot oh my 20-something. God. I need to look up all these people now. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I like when on this. This is a problem dive. now. I'm going to be doing this all day. Isn't that fun? Okay. Oh, Albert oh, Einstein. Young. Charles Dickens no. was. Oh, he's kind of pretty. He's got a pretty. Let me see. The Anne Hathaway vibes. Oh, he does look pretty. Yeah. He's not, pretty. Yeah, not my type. Yeah. No, there's a Chalamet. <laughs> Charles Chalamet. Yeah, I should say. Yeah. Not my type. But yeah. Very okay. Handsome. But kind of fun though. Albert Einstein young sort of looks like Shia LaBeouf. Oh, I'll be honest. Cool. Uh, I like to look up. Uh, do you ever look up? Um, like young Paul Newman. Oh, like all the no time. One, no one oh. hotter. No one hotter. Wow. Like disgusting. It's like, shirtless how did this young shirtless Paul, Paul Newman? Newman. I can't handle. I know. I'm getting hot just thinking about it. I know. It. Him and um, oh. Marlon Brando Young was really hot too. Yeah. And somebody else I was just thinking of. I forgot. Yeah. Harrison Ford Young. Hot. Whoo. Hot. Super hot. hot. Really yeah. foxy. Richard yeah. Gere, too. Richard I mean, Gere's, they all yes. held up, to me, too, but... Yeah, Richard Gere's always been Paul hot. Newman, Paul Newman's always, like was always hot, too. I know he's I resting he's... In, in the grave somewhere. Yeah. Maybe I like his peace, salad but... dressings. Right. And his yeah. marineras. <laughs> uh, you know what? To sell more dressings, they should put one of the hot pictures on the cover. Thank you. Not that cartoon of him right. as it's an old like, farmer. And the charity photo that they got on the dressings. Like, we don't... Give us the oh. the picture with the blouse off. Like, yeah. I don't need a picture of Paul Newman like that. He's hot. Like a Make him look just like... It's like, come on. Oh That's not God. selling the dressings. It's good dressings. See, that's another one that would be on the bucket list if he was alive. I'd be like, Paul oh, on the uh, Dick the Halls list? Yeah, Dick the Halls <laughs> list. Yeah, the Dick the Halls list. That's not the, we're going to keep that Dick going through halls, all, yeah. all seasons. Dick the um, Halls. We would all Dick the oh, Halls with Paul Newman for wait, sure. Oh, so Ebony, that's, where I don't, that's yeah, her name in Vanessa this. Williams, yes. And so she also has a uh, bodyguard named T Bone, mm-hmm. which the bodyguard, also a great movie. Is that Holiday? Is, the there's, yeah. there's like a, a snowy scene okay well then we yeah. should count it yeah we um, should count it. and so her niece comes to the hotel and so she gets right past t-bone the bodyguard he doesn't even like poke his head in and yeah, be like, like hey what a good body you have a guest i know and she comes in and then ebony just to show how cold-hearted she is says family is an accident at birth oh <gasps> jenna no one plays the kind of mean bitch like Vanessa Williams. And I'm sorry to use the word bitch, but I've heard her describe it herself. She does it so perfectly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, whether it be on uh, uh, Ugly Betty or this movie, or um, she was in that, there was this show on VH1, speaking of VH1, um, where it was like a take off the view. It was uh, something divas it was i think it was a divas thing it was called divas or something it was okay. good i watched it only lasted yeah. one season i think i was the only person to watch it <laughs> but it was like a it was based on the star jones book mm-hmm. and it was about working at the table and vanessa williams it's like she plays that so good and i would imagine she's like so warm and nice in real life and that's why she's so good at playing it but yeah, yeah she's like no one plays that like her she's gonna be really icy She's just so, ah, oh, so good. Yeah. And, you know, I love, speaking of Vanessa Williams, I'm like obsessed with Save the Best for Last. The song, mm-hmm. beautiful grocery store anthem. You walking yeah. through getting your DiGiorno, nothing better than when you're hearing Save the Best for Last on the loudspeaker. Yeah. Nothing better. She's a really good singer. Yeah, she's oh, wait, good. So she, I looked it up too. She was Miss America, <sighs> right? Okay. But then in 1984, the year I was born. She's stunning too, always. Stunning. Uh, still, always then. Yeah. yeah. And they took away her crown because I think she ended up posing for Playboy at some point. Oh, yeah, it was which like I think is so dumb. Give it back. Give it Give back. Give the crown back. Give it back. Yeah. I know. Like, Guys, come on. It's so stupid. Yeah. But also good for her. her Do you ever think choice. about this? Um, posing about, for Playboy? Like, posing yes. for Playboy. Like, you, would you do it? 100%. Yeah. I always think about like how important it is to like do the nude photos when you're young. I've never done them. But I always think about that. Because like, then when I'm old, I'm going to be like, oh, man. 
why didn't I do that? You show your grandkids and be like, grandpa was hot. <laughs> oh my but, God, wait, I yeah. gotta, wait, this is another thing I was thinking about. I'm sorry to the listeners. They're getting mad at me. Um, but do you know who Lisa Rinna is? Speaking oh, of, of Playboy, she's yeah. a housewife. Mm-hmm. She's got a lip kit line and she's just doing all these sexy photos that I was looking at her page today to sell the lip kits. And she's posing with her daughter, mm-hmm. who's a model. Her daughters are stunning, gorgeous. Yeah, they are. But they're doing a lot of like sexy posing on a motorcycle. And I was thinking, like, this, t- to me, me, I'm traditionalist, you know, right? Like, I, I, I'm sexually liberal, though, and, uh, and also politically liberal. But mm-hmm. I was thinking, like, am I being a prude? Because it, t- to me, was weird seeing, like, the daughter and the mom humping each other on a motorcycle to sell the lip kits. Yeah. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong <laughs> because that's weird. I thought it I was mean, weird, I but I'm like... I motorcycle license. Did you know that about me? No, I didn't know yeah, that it's, it was, So would you take sexy photos with your mother on that motorcycle? Definitely not. Also, with li- the idea of a lip kit on a motorcycle is weird because you got to wear a full-face helmet. Right. So no one's seen your lips anyways if you're... It was like on their Cyber Monday sale or something. I'm like, what are we doing here? That's a weird choice. Does Harry Harry ride? And I love him. Yeah, we love Harry. But, and maybe I was, I was like thinking, I was like, am I being a prude or something? No. And I love, I I support everyone sucking all the dicks they want. But it was weird to me that it was like a mother and a daughter posing very sexy, like humping each other on a motorbike to sell a lip kit. Yeah. Maybe I'm crazy. People are out there. Maybe they think Danny are being a prude. That's a, that's an interesting motif. I wouldn't see that for them. You know, yeah. not like Rinna's out there riding, you know, two wheeled lifestyle. Riding? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said riding. riding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> riding. It's not riding either, That's but. Weird. I should, we should try the anyway, lip kit. Anyway, I'm, sh- I'm sure it's a good lip kit. So if anyone wants to try it, yeah. I, I still believe that there's too many lip kits these days. Too mm-hmm. many. The reality, you're not a big reality TV watcher, but there's every reality TV star has got a lip kit line. Mm-hmm. And enough. Mm-hmm. Enough. Anyway, I keep interrupting. <laughs> no, no, you have all these thoughts about the film. <laughs> And I'm like, what's going on with Rena riding the motorbike? No. Um, oh, so when I loved seeing Chili, I'm a big TLC mm-hmm, fan. Mm-hmm. Stunning um, Chili is stunning. She dated Usher around yeah. that time, I believe. Um, I still can't believe Left Eyes no longer with us. I know, um, I know. But oh yeah, remember she burned her boyfriend's house down because he did he cheat on yeah, her? So she that, lit his sneakers on fire. She lit the house so on fire. Badass. That behind the music episode, the VH1. <laughs> I posted a clip recently because I rediscovered it, and it's the, the TLC behind the music. Nothing better. Oh, so then Chili shows up and and she's the, you know, now dead former bandmate that Vanessa like hosed, you know, financially. And Vanessa says, um, oh, so she sticks her hand through Chili's ghost and Chili (laughs) is like, stop doing pills. She's like, stop doing pills. Can we wait? I just need to rewind that sentence. Say it again. (laughs) Oh, so when Chili the ghost shows up at the hotel, Vanessa, instead of being like, running or screaming or calling for her bodyguard who's outside she finds out if she's a ghost by sticking her hand through her ghost face she got right to it yeah and then chili's like you need to stop doing pills i'm real and then the effects too we, we should just oh. talk about the effects oh yeah the effects were ridiculous i know we're big on practical effects here on this podcast we but are. i do believe that that was the right move to just have her hand go through it yeah <laughs> and then she goes you cgi look- was the right move for that. that that was yeah we don't need practical and then um <laughs> vanessa's like Oh, you look good for a dead girl. And then Chili, they don't, they, from behind, you can see Chili takes her mask off. And that's some like Hannibal Lecter shit. Yeah. Like, I don't Yeah, need, it got dark in that moment. It got dark. It got really dark ghost. quick. Right. 
why are you taking your face off to prove further that you're dead? And to be honest with you, like most of the viewers are tuning in to watch them sing Heartquake. Like they don't need the they don't need the mask coming off and then we're analyzing the dead souls. Yeah. Also, do you notice that Vanessa only wears a white trench in the entire movie? Oh. And like I mean, a now that you mentioned it, I and I love a woman in a white trench. Oh, same. I mean, First Wives Club, nothing better. But I didn't notice that until now. You just said yeah, it. Yeah, the whole time I'm watching it, I was like, oh, shouldn't she have a wardrobe change? Nope. Maybe. You know, it was probably filmed on the cheap. And they're like, we got Vanessa for three days. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I'm not doing hair and makeup. Here you go. She's already hot enough. She didn't need makeup. Oh, she's, she's like, gorgeous. I'm throwing on my white trench and we're filming this thing mm-hmm. in and out. Yeah. Because at that time, filming these TV holiday movies wasn't a big deal. So Vanessa Williams, big star. This was year 2000. She probably filmed it in 99. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she's like, I'm going to give you three days. Yeah. And you figure it out. D- Diva move. She's method. She's mm-hmm. in character. Kathy Griffin was at the height of her career, too. She's probably, <laughs> I'll give you an hour. Yeah, exactly. I'll walk around with Vanessa Williams for an hour. <laughs> yeah. Film my scenes then or and whatever. Then she was in that Brooke Shields. What was that? Suddenly, Suddenly Susan. Susan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I loved her reality show. It was like My Life on the D-List, it was called. It was so mm-hmm. funny. So funny. She's so great. Yeah. Uh, yes, she oh. gave him a half an hour and said, film it. And then she's, um, oh, yeah, so she's the ghost of Christmas past. And so, yeah, she's taking her around. It was sad. It got really dark there, going to see Vanessa's childhood home. Yeah. And, like, wasn't the dad, like, the dad was, like, really, really mean and left the family. And then I think grandma was there. I was like, oh, dude. A lot of dark stuff. And to be honest, that's it. Rewatching the movie, I'd say my one complaint is, like, I wish we had more of just, like, the divaness of it. Like, the music and the, you know, we had the this, we had this great, this great music more demands, more... I, I wish some of those other roles were littered with gay icons the way that we have Chili and mm-hmm. Kathy Griffin. It's like, I wish that was kind of done. Kind of how Goldie Hawn is in First Wives Club. She's mm. a diva. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Oh, we love that movie. Yeah. We love that Moments movie. of that. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of wish we just leaned into it a little bit more, but I mean, otherwise, flawless. Mm-hmm. A flawless film. Yeah. there was It was sweet when they're watching... The girl, the girl group sing Heartquake and Kathy and Vanessa are watching and she is genuinely smiling watching herself yeah. back then. I was like, oh, yeah, that's so a was really, I. yeah, I was like, this is sweet. And the, the, when they're doing the Heartquake and they're singing and dancing, I was thinking how fun it would have been for those women to do the, learn the choreography. And I always say that with the First Wives Club too. Mm-hmm. It's like my dream job would have been First Wives Club choreographer. Oh, totally. And now add a Side Diva's shuffle. Christmas Carol choreographer to the list because if you, whoever got to, whatever gay man got to choreograph Heartquake for this film, I mean, what a job that was. If you were tasked with casting a remake of this oh in 2022, oh what Divas oh God, would you, oh I get, let's play this. Okay. Um, Because there's many to choose from. God, I know. There's so much. What's springing to mind is because I love Kiki Palmer and she was talking about how much she loved this movie and I I could see her do that role so well, but I also kind of would like an older diva in that place. Mm -hmm. So music-wise, God, I know. Musician. I mean, I'd love Mariah in that role. 100%. I think Mariah did a made-for-TV Hallmark movie, Christmas movie that she directed years ago, which was insane. So maybe she would do something like that. So, yeah, she comes to mind. I don't know. Who are you thinking? It could be like ensemble. I mean, it would be fun to see Jessica Simpson Uh, in one, too. Like, if you could actually cast, like, more... You know, I guess, who would the chili maybe be... Like, who would be the chili character, someone that we could 
kill off and have come back as a ghost. Uh, like who I mean, would any of the young girls too? I feel like could do that, but the young they don't sing like they used to. I mean, maybe I sound like an old grandpa. Ariana but it's Grande like, maybe could play. I love the, her. Like, yeah, she would be. I love She's going to be in the new Wicked. Yeah, yeah, she would be, be great good at the, in any of the roles. Yeah, yeah, she'd be good. Yeah, I'm she, excited for her to do Wicked. She's cool. Yeah, oh, I loved Wicked on Broadway. Me too. I, I saw it like a million. So good. I, know. Yeah. Oh, I never saw it on Broadway, but I've seen it like oh, the touring version yeah, a million times. I like love it. Adina Menzel. Yeah. I when I met Tay Diggs once. Um, I told them the only thing I said instead of like, hello, hottest man alive. I was like, I listen to your wife's voice all the time. They're broken up now. Yeah, they're broken up now. But she's also, she would be good in it, maybe. She would be good. She would be really good. Is in she it. a diva diva? And I feel like they could she has get a voice. Her, they really need to redo it. We should pitch a reboot. Okay, let's do it. We should pitch a reboot. Okay, I'm in. They're doing, uh, Paramount Plus is doing Christmas movies and they got a drag queen one that's coming out. <gasps> so I feel like, and to be honest, I'd be happy to see Vanessa Williams back. Me let's too. get a sequel going. She could play the manager. Chili, let's round up the whole gang. And Tiny Tim. Oh, gosh, they're going to cast let's Timothy Chalamet as Tiny Tim. <laughs> get the whole gang back on board yes. in front of the camera. Uh, yeah, I would like... I mean, the music... I keep, I know I keep mentioning it, but that song, um, Do I Feel a Heartquake, that gets stuck in my head, and then I even it's do the mistake. moves. Yeah. yeah, it's just so, so good. And so I, it's shocking to me that it's not available somewhere, and I just... We need it. Yeah. And Vanessa Williams, I do believe, should be on a TV show somewhere. Like, I think she's uh, hosting or judging some competition thing somewhere, mm. but I need her, like, in a... She's so good in a scripted role. Mm-hmm. I guess she's been married, I think, four times. Is that right? I don't know. I think a lot of times like that. The only time I've ever really gotten like trolls before was um, there was an article. I think someone put it out like Boston Globe. That's like, you know, how to advice about uh, being married from Vanessa Williams, like four time married Vanessa Williams. And I was like, guys, I think you should probably ask someone else. (laughs) And I've had a first marriage. So I'm looking forward to my second. Nothing wrong. Potentially third. Nothing wrong with. Yeah, exactly. Like I I am a fan of multiple marriages. Live your life. Have one. Cool. Do your thing. But people were like, no, it means that she's like tried it a bunch of times. And I was like, okay, I don't want to get in this fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. There's no nuance online. It's like oh, impossible. No. Yeah. Uh, and none of us really know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You could be married once and not know or be married times. 10 times and know. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, wait, the thing that's popping out to me about Vanessa Williams that I have to share is that I go online on YouTube a lot of nights and I watch Rosie O'Donnell show clips. Mm-hmm. And there's a clip that's out there where Vanessa Williams was on to promote, I think it was Eraser, that movie she did with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Do you remember yes. that? And she teaches Rosie how to use a gun. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're like, they put mats out, like on the floor, they put mats and they're doing like, she's showing Rosie like how to hold it and like kind of do like flips and whatever. It's like so absurd. And especially it's even more absurd to watch it because Rosie infamously later on in her talk show had this big argument with Tom Selleck about gun control and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just this really funny clip and not because of the gun part, just because they're like rolling around on mats and it's like yeah. Vanessa Williams and cause she was like an action star for a minute. So she's like, here's how to be an action star. And she's teaching Rosie O'Donnell. And it's like so absurd. And I love it. I and love it. Imagine them pitching that bit. Like, okay, so Rosie, the what do you think about? Producers? Yeah. She's like, this is what we're new for your segment. These are our ideas. Yeah. Like Vanessa wants to, she wants, she's going to sit on the couch for one segment and then we're going to come back from commercial and you guys are going to run around, roll around on the mats yeah. and pretend shoot the audience. It's like, what? That was a good movie though yeah i, I, I don't i don't think i only saw it once but i remember thinking it was good yeah 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 <clears throat> jenna any other thoughts about diva's christmas carol i mean besides the fact that we got to write the next iteration of this we do you know maybe there's a like 
Charles Dickens play on words like Chuck Dick, you know, Chuck or something Dick. Like that. and speaking of, I'm glad they didn't do a play on the words and call her Carol. I hate when they do that. I know it's like a, they'll do a Christmas Carol and they'll have the lead name Carol. Oh, there's a couple other ones I want to mention that are coming to mind now. Scrooged with Bill Murray, which I watched for the first time last year. That's a Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. And I had never seen that. It was good. That's the one. People said they want, you know, the, people always write in suggestions of what we should cover. And we're going to get to all these eventually. Oh, yeah. You we're know, not going anywhere. 2025. We're going to yes. do Scrooge. Yeah, 100%. Um, but there was also an obscure version that I'm thinking of, and I can't remember, but it was Susan Lucci. I don't remember the name of it. But it was Another maybe Christmas something Carol. like Ebonita or something oh, it was called. Um, but it somewhere. aired, I think, on Lifetime. Oh, and, uh, yeah, that was a movie that I, Ebby, it was called Ebby. Ebby, I've never seen that. 1995. Uh, it was a modern update with a female twist in a, in which a ruthless businesswoman is taught the true spirit of Christmas. And Susan Lucci can do no wrong. Oh, you know what? Sister Act came out the same year, and that's why it was probably overshadowed. Wait, and I'm looking it up. You know who else was in this movie? Wendy Crewson, who, uh, people in the Christmas space might know as the mom in Santa Claus movies. Mm. And then also in it was Taryn Noah Smith, the youngest kid on Home Improvement. So what What happened to Jill Taylor? You know, I had read some article about the Santa Claus recently Mm -hmm. that they she was supposed to be the mom, the Wendy Crewson mom character, but then they were the studio or somebody was worried about it being muddied because they were on home improvement together i see uh, it would have muddied it for me but that's so funny to me like i kind of wish they did it like what a like clusterfuck okay. that would yeah, been. Like, totally. yeah fuck it we're yeah. just gonna put the whole home improvement cast in there exactly. <laughs> let's I'd, get jtt in here as jack frost i'm waiting for just for jtt's resurgence like come me back too. Me too. after jingle all the way to come do a hallmark movie jtt he was in i'll be home for christmas on um yeah, we need JTT. He was so hot. Yeah. I love him. Love him. Jenna, uh, this was so fun. This was a great one. I'm what a, a good time. Diva's good Christmas Carol. I want to tell everyone to check out everythingiconic.store. We have holiday merch available that's on sale. We have these really cute tees for the holiday season. And we have limited edition, so I'm not even sure if any of them are left now. But we also have these uh, reindeer face mask Friday headbands. So you put on the headband, they're reindeer ears, and they're so cute. We don't have many of them. I don't know if they're still available as of this podcast but if you want a cute they like make a really good stocking stuffer gift oh yeah like legitimately we sold out of them really quickly last year and people were sending me photos you put them when you're putting the face mask on to do a little Mm self-care you put the reindeers on their festive uh, just a really good stocking stuffer and we have all the other stuff too everything i kind of thought so check it out check it out pre-order my book Find Jenna on social media yes, at Jenna.brister on Insta. Yes, and I'm at Danny Pellegrino and then pre uh or pre follow us. Um <laughs> Yeah. Follow us on a very merry iconic podcast on Instagram. Yeah. And don't be afraid to be a diva this holiday season. Have that one item that you put on the holiday writer. Yeah. Wherever you go. And take it out on us. You know, we talk about people <laughs> reaching out. You know, if you have to have a diva moment, we'd rather you do be mean to us on social media for a moment. <laughs> It, rather than take it on in your loved ones. Yes. That's the sacrifice we'll make this holiday season. Mm-hmm. Take out your diva dumb on us yes. <laughs> instead of your family and friends. Uh, wait, there was one other thing I was going to say about Diva's Christmas Carol. I don't know. It was just a good one. Oh, Do yeah. you feel heartquake? 
Um, I do. Yeah. Also, I hope T-Bone's okay, her bodyguard. Oh, the one thing I wanted to say about the podcast is like, we didn't think that we were going to do all these weeks, these episodes. Oh, yeah. we were, our goal was six episodes, but then we get addicted. We want to release them every week. So, so we're fun. so happy you guys have been with us every one of these weeks because yeah. uh, we're coming to a close in this holiday season. I think we might have one or maybe two episodes left. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to do our best to get one or two more. Yes. But in case this is towards the end, we want to thank you all for joining us for season three of A Very Merry Iconic Podcast. And again, we're going to get to all those other movies we want to cover. Yep. We'll be back. We'll be back. And we're going to do, we're going to try to do one this year. Yeah. In the mid-year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A surprise one. Uh, We love you all. We love you guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Stay tuned. Subscribe to the podcast feed so you get the episodes. Love you are a little predictable and the dancing's a little you know dated what are you a critic no no not professionally but where i hang out billy holiday duets with otis redding and last night marvin Gaye and tammy terrell were doing nothing this. worse than a cocky spirit my heart stops i can't breathe the room's too high so how can you do mostly ballads now hmm. it's what the record company wants
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.